Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we discuss, educate and talk about industry news and hot topics, company reviews and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International. With a career covering nearly two decades, Mining International partners with new and junior miners and larger predominant players in the market. With no further ado, here is your host, Rob Tyson. Just before we start the podcast, we want to make you aware of the upcoming Mines and Money London event, which is back in person on the 1st and 2nd of December at the Business Design Centre. This is Europe's largest mining investment event and brings investors and mining corporates together to connect, learn and do business. And you don't want to miss the mining pitch battles. Investors can claim complimentary tickets and other attendees can get 10% off with a discount code DIGDEEP10, all in capital letters, when registering at minesandmoney.com. So get your tickets now and we will hopefully see you there. So now back to the podcast. Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And today's guest is Alistair McIntyre, who's the CEO of Altaplano Metals, who are part of the metals group of companies focusing on expanding, acquiring and developing cash flowing and near-term cash flowing copper, gold and silver assets. Alistair is a geologist and uh, has a geologist and finance background. Um, and he's an accomplished executive with over 30 years experience as a leader and senior advisor in the metals banking, capital markets, physical and derivative metals trading, gold refining and mining markets. He is now at the helm of Altaplano Metals and is here today to tell us more about the company and the projects that they are involved in. Um, Alice is going to be at the upcoming Mines and Money London event, which is Europe's largest mining investment um, event on December the 1st and 2nd this year. So you have a chance to meet him in person. Um, so if you've got any questions you'd like to ask him, um, you obviously can meet him there. That's welcome, Alistair, to the podcast. How are you doing, Alistair? I'm well, thanks, Rob. Uh, thanks, thanks for that intro. I wanted to be tell, tell the audience a little bit about your uh, obviously varied background and your career, uh, maybe from when you sort of back in the day when you graduated to sort of uh, current current day. Um, just so the audience knows a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Look, I um, you know I started my career as a geologist. My my next door neighbor was a geologist, and uh, he got me interested in the uh, in the profession, and uh, had you know very good sort of opportunity to to work as a student and and uh, in summer jobs. And so I got a bit of a jump on most of my uh, my peers with respect to university. So look, I, I I had the love of of geology and rocks and all that kind of stuff. So you know, just spent a fair bit of time working for companies in Atlantic Canada. Worked underground as a mine geologist, um, but I guess at some point, you know, just the finance side of it always interested me. So I decided that you know go back to school and continue my work in geology, but also get a business background. So from there, I just moved into some varying roles, which were really interesting. I worked for the Canadian Mint. Uh, spent a lot of time dealing with uh, mining companies globally uh, for gold uh, production and, and refining and also worked a lot in South America with the central banks to upgrade gold for gold uh, deposits mainly in, in London. Um, yeah, and, and had again another great opportunity to work for Scotiabank for a number of years in Toronto, Sydney, uh, New York and and in, and in Hong Kong for, for 12 years, mainly setting up uh, businesses around the, the uh, 
consumption side in, in, in Asia, um, and of course the production side in, in, in the West. So uh, very interesting. Um, and also, you know, basically decided to, to find a, a role within the advisory side. So I, I worked um, uh, my latter part in Hong Kong, dealing mainly with companies who are looking to list on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. And of course, I did uh, some lead advisory work for the Hong Kong Stock Exchange's acquisition of the L, um, uh, the LME London Metal Exchange for 1.2 billion. So yeah, I've just you know come back into Canada. I'm back in Toronto, and uh, you know, I was looking for some interesting roles, and uh, and certainly uh, the Altiplano opportunity. And I've been CEO now for about uh, two and a half years or so. Uh, has provided you know that great uh, that great uh, motivation and interest in, in this market. You know, Altiplano is a very different company to, to many junior juniors, as you mentioned, with respect to uh, our cash flow interests. Um, and uh, so there, Rob, that's a little bit of a background and sometimes hard to chat about yourself. I mean, um, perhaps I'm a bit, bit humble, who knows? But anyways, I'll pass it back to you. Yeah. Um, obviously, you mentioned you worked in Hong Kong. What was that like, I suppose, compared to working in Canada, in, in I suppose, in the finance markets? Yeah, well, I mean, Hong Kong is a very, very unique city. It's um, very, very fast paced. Um, you know, we were there for 12 years um, and it seems like a long weekend when you think back to it because, you know, things were so, so quickly paced. There's a different work ethic, you know, and particularly when you're working in Asia and you're working for a, a Western bank or a, um, a North American based um, organization. So you're on the phone kind of basically in the evenings mostly. So you've got pretty long days. Um, and it's a very, very um, A-type driven type of, uh, of, of place to work, which is, which is good. You, in many ways, that's, that's kind of my personality also. Um, but it's a challenge because, you know, it's, 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 uh, there's great expectations. And I use the analogy, the Canadian analogy, from the perspective that you can't aspire, you know, to make the playoffs in hockey. You've got to be in a Stanley Cup uh, every year or, uh, you know, you shouldn't be there kind of thing. So, but, you know, I enjoyed it. We enjoyed it as a family. And, uh, you know, it was uh, something very interesting because, you know, from, from a Hong Kong perspective, you get so many people coming through and you get so many different types of, of differing uh, personalities and and also um, you know ideas, uh, but you know when when you're in a, in a smaller city or a smaller sort of country, you know you don't necessarily get that benefit. But Hong Kong certainly offered that, and, and had the good fortune to travel to all all countries in Asia as, as heading up as a as a head of Asia. So I, I got to see some very unique and interesting places, and very interesting and unique um, individuals and companies uh, for sure. Yeah, that's good to hear. Um, so I just want to give us an overview of uh, Altiplano Metals. Um, obviously, you've been there for a little while. Just want to give us maybe a little bit of history and um, sort of up to current day. Yeah, well, well Altiplano is, is part of the Metals Group, and, and the Metals Group is a, is a collection of individuals and companies, basically, where we, we share you know, talent, management, uh, um, office space in some ways, our finance group, um, you know, individuals at Metals Group have been very successful, raised probably over $500 million over a span of 20, 30 years. They've been involved in 25, 30 successful companies. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's a very good pedigree to have with respect to an association because, you know, from Metals Group point of view, we always get opportunity to see very good projects because you know Metals Group has demonstrated they've been successful. So a lot of people who have assets, they come to us to look to find opportunities to monetize that through companies, et cetera. So Altoplano is 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 within that group and, and very beneficial to what's uh, what's offered from from these particular companies. So from specifically Altoplano's perspective, you know we we are a junior mining company. Uh, we've been focusing on cash flow. 
and revenue generation projects. And with those projects, we can essentially use those to, to self-fund on an expiration basis or to reinvest capital into building of mills, um, uh, developing underground assets, um, you know, putting together um, uh, exploration and, and um, acquisition strategies. So, you know, from, from that perspective, we're a little bit unique to the market because most junior companies are raising money, drilling holes, getting it, getting you know results, kind of rinse and repeat, getting good results, getting more more stock uh, valuation, getting a, a new raise out. Now, also plan is no different to that. I mean, we we also look to the market for, for specific opportunities in terms of acquisitions, et cetera. But we're trying, I should say, we are aligning ourselves to being a more of a revenue generator and being able to fund our exploration uh, activities uh, through cash flow rather than having to you know, depend on the markets or, or, or dilution for that matter. Just wanted to tell us about some of the projects um, you're currently involved in um, and obviously some, some details of the results that you've achieved. Yeah, well, at the moment, we're, we, we have a focus at, at Ferion, which is a iron oxide copper gold vein structure. Um, it's uh, basically located uh, about 45 minutes from La Serena in Chile, of course. And uh, we've been underground there for a number of years, and we've developed a number of uh, drifts off of our main Hugo decline. And uh, we basically extract copper gold material, and uh, we sell it to a local processor, Anami. And uh, that funds our operations there. And we've been cash flow positive at that site for since about 2018, not about since 2018. And our next sort of advance with respect to the project is that we will begin um, a mill. We've, we've started the construction. We have a mill approval, a construction approval from, from the local government to complete this, this operation. It's about 15 kilometers away from site. So we'll save you know, 75% on, on trucking, 45% on processing. And ultimately, with the final, uh, the final product and final uh, approvals, we'll have an iron separation to be able to add a sort of secondary um, opportunity for for uh, for revenue generation. So, so that's Ferion, and so we're, we've been you know very successful. We've we've been you know very focused on great control and uh, very focused on 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 making money at that site. So that that's Ferion. Yeah. Um, wonder if you can tell us a little bit about the management team as, as well and what's unique about, about your team. Um, obviously, you're pretty diverse as a company. So, yeah, I just wonder if you can uh, tell us about your management team. Well, yeah. Well, you, you heard a bit about me. And, you know, I think what I bring to, to the group is that, you know, I have a diverse um, experience base. Um, you know, technically is important as a CEO for a mining company, in my perspective. So I have that background, you have international capital markets experience, you know, have a diversity in terms of the people that I've basically worked with and, and also my experience in terms of, of other destinations around the, you know, the, the, those, those capital markets. So, I, you know, from my perspective, you know, the CEO is an important role of the company and, uh, you know, obviously important to be able to, to have the, the proper associations, connections, et cetera, to, to manage the company. But having said that, you know, the CEO is one part of that. And, uh, when, when I mentioned about our metals group team, the metals group basically are, are involved in, in our business. Um, and John Williamson basically is our chairman. Um, and uh, he's he's been the founder of, of the metals group and, and he's involved in a number of other companies with respect, metals, respect to the metals group. Um, he's former CEO of Altiplano. So I have that benefit of, of having John as a mentor. And, and uh, you know, we talk every day in terms of getting, um, getting our assets moving forward. And uh, we've got a very sort of strong um, 
director base um, with respect to, to Jeremy, who's who's been involved in, in a number of projects uh, um, around Canada, and in particular some gold projects that were in um, in in, uh, in Western Canada. And so his 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 network is is very good from, from you know capital raising and capital markets perspective, and a diverse group in terms of our our, our um, independent directors who who know about uh, about drilling. Um, when and you know basically we, we were very involved in that in that aspect. Just just recently bought a you know a, a drill, and uh, we use that to to complement a lot of our business. So yeah, I think you know from the management perspective, that's that's one thing that's very important to us. And back to that point about you know the metals group being able to bring us. Um, opportunity in terms of assets. So that's that's a very sort of you know strong component of Altiplano. What challenges have you sort of been facing as a company with with some of obviously the projects you've been involved in? Um, obviously you're 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 operating in Chile, um, and I suppose how how things have been uh, affected you sort of during these last twenty months, uh, obviously during during COVID. Well, you know, being a mining company, you're faced with enormous challenges. I don't think anybody who's not worked in the mining business can really appreciate how difficult it is to to be a mining company because of you know getting access to capital, getting access to talent, um, you know, being able to to understand understand um, the technical and the geological engineering sides. So all those things are you know pretty common to the challenges in, in the mining business. But um, you know, specifically in the last twenty months with respect to COVID. I would say the, the the biggest challenge that we've been faced with is just simply not being able to get to uh, to to get to site to get to operations, and also you know from an acquisition perspective, you know getting out there and being able to do di- proper, not proper but but effective due diligence on on bigger assets. You know, we can we can look at uh, exploration sites, you know, from a desktop perspective, but in terms of you know completing an acquisition strategies, you know, you really need to get and be somewhere to, 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 to kick tires. So, you know, Chile is opening and uh, there was expectations that we'd be there earlier. Um, I shouldn't say earlier, but uh, at this point in November, but, you know, we, we see now they've, they've kind of gone back to a, um, a quarantine process. So it's very challenging to, to, to get. Now, having said that, you know, we're, what we really are benef- have the benefit of is a very strong management team in, in Chile. Um, and you know, basically, we we have country manager there. We have mine uh, site geology. We have a mine site engineer, and we have uh, chemical processing and and uh, electrical engineers, et cetera, with respect to our our, our business and and uh, building of a new mill. So, so those are very very good things from from our perspective in terms of our of our management. But you know, COVID, you know, is isn't it's hard to you know to quantify the supply chain issues. I think we've done okay. Um, we've we've done a lot in the last year in terms of acquisition of projects, signing of deals, moving our mill forward, acquiring equipment, putting it in place. Um, so I think we've done okay, but uh, we really need to see this pandemic disappear so we can can move on. Rob, you know that. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, and I was going on to my next question. Um, are you, uh, as a business, um, are you sort of looking to acquire more assets? Um, and if so, is there any particular jurisdictions you're looking at? Um, any particular commodities? Um, obviously, you mentioned you might have done some during during this whole COVID yeah. period. Um, but is there anything you can you're able to um, able to tell us? Well, yeah, I mean, from an acquisition perspective, we we renegotiated our. Um, Agreement with, uh, with the owners at uh, at Mary Louisa. Mary Louisa is a project about 100 plus kilometers north of us at, uh, at Ferion, 
And that's a very highly prospective um, gold copper project. Good, great grades, you know, close to seven grams per ton in gold and 1.9% uh, in, in copper. Um, so we renegotiated an agreement there and we were able to advance it to the point where basically we're, we've put in a permit for exploitation, which we've received last month. So in earnest, we are basically on the ground and starting our uh, underground activities, um, beginning to, to get to that underground uh, decline at Mary Louisa now. So that will be a, a second project that we will bring on from a cash flow revenue generating perspective. Um, we have um, a project in, uh, in the Maracunga is an exploration project called Pastillas, and that's it's in great real estate. You know, it's Maracunga has a sort of collective 100 million ounce sort of, you know, b- b- gold camp with past producers, uh, current producers, a um, number of companies in development, uh, such as the Phoenix Gold Project Real 2. Kinross has been there for, for some time. Coipa has been there for some time. And there's a lot of other developers and exploration companies like ourselves that are there. So that's a project that we put together a few months ago. Um, we've also been involved in a, not involved, we've we've uh, put a deal together for acquiring a exploration project in Nicaragua. And uh, this is a 16,000 you know, hectare a gold um, um, district place type of, of project that has 12 kilometers of uh, strike length of gold bearing quartz veins. There's six deposits, there's some trenching, there's been sampling, there's been some drilling, there's been, you know, some, some good grades as, as much as say 25 grams per ton in, in select areas. So this is a very prospective opportunity for us. We have to finalize uh, getting things done with respect to the government in, in Nicaragua. We still need to get the claims sorted out, you know, from the Ministry of Mines perspective. But, you know, that's, that's again, back to the COVID situation. Things are moving very slow in, in, in these types of places. So, you know, to answer all those points that, yes, we, we, we've, been, we've been pretty active. In fact, I've been speaking so long here, Rob, I forgot the question. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so uh, as sort of concluding, what's the sort of outlook uh, for the next 12 to 18 months? And I suppose what, you, what are you looking to achieve? Well, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, back to the original point that, yes, we are acquisitive. Um, we're, we're looking for additional projects, again, harping back onto the metals group and the ability to, to, to look at good projects. We see something every day that comes across our desk to have a look at. We're reviewing many projects. The, the, um, in just the general La Serena area where we are, there are, you know, 100 known projects within 100 kilometers of where we sit. And, and a lot of these are the projects that we like to see small scale quickly um, available in terms of acquisition, quickly available in terms of permitting, if not permitted already, and you've got opportunity to quickly get underground make, make some, uh, some, some revenue from them. So those are the projects that, that we, we like to see. We are also looking at additional um, exploration projects because, again, our business model is, is to use you know, cash flow to, to support exploration. So that gives investors that, that opportunity to be able to to participate in company that has cash flow, but also provides upside in terms of district play, big uh, big scale um, uh, exploration projects. Because of course, investors want one upside, and uh, we recognize that some of the projects that we're looking at are, on, are a bit more on that smaller scale, and that's fine. But you know, we what we see is is that opportunity to be able to develop um, and grow our business around uh, these two this two pronged approach. Yeah. Alistair, I really appreciate your time. It seems you're, you're pretty busy, fingers in a lot of pies, but obviously keeping active and um, obviously always looking for opportunities. So um, if our audience wants to um, reach out to, to you and they've got any questions, 
Um, how can they go about doing that? Are you on any social media platforms? Well, you know, I'm pretty active on on, on LinkedIn, uh, both through my my personal uh, posts and, of course, our Altiplano um, uh, LinkedIn page. You know, we're we're active on Twitter also. Um, and certainly, anybody who wishes to reach out to me, please do so. I mean, my, I'm Alistair M at Altiplano. Pardon me, Alistair M at APNMetals.com. And of course, you have to know how to spell Alistair, which is A-L-A-S-T-A-I-R-M. Yeah. We'll put, that, put, put those in the show notes anyway, so uh, people yeah. can uh, refer to that. So um, really appreciate your time um, and hope our audience um, who are listening in, um, enjoyed that. Obviously, a lot about uh, South America. Um, appreciate, again, all your support. Appreciate if you can um, pass this uh, episode on to others. Um, whether you're in South America, whether you're in Canada or anywhere across the world. Um, one if you can obviously share this episode. So, Alistair, as I mentioned, really appreciate your time. Uh, maybe you can come on uh, later next year or next year sometime to, to give us an update on things. Yeah, well, I like that. I mean, we, we're, we're, we're growing. Um, we've got a lot on the go. Uh, metals market, I think, at some point here should be a bit more rewarding in terms of, of prices, particularly on the gold side. And uh, yeah, I think uh, you know Altiplano is 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 undervalued, and uh, it's a good opportunity for investors to uh, to see our vision, and uh, participate in uh, in a stronger market. Yeah, really appreciate the time again, and until next time, happy mining. Thank you for listening. Remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes, and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, happy mining, helping each other to improve the mining industry.